I would love for them to make like a, uh, you know, I guess you could almost call it like a fan fiction series, which is basically them filling in, like they go back <sighs> and like you know fill in some of Jason's time at the agency and like, you know, stuff like that or like really? Jason, not Jason, Con- not Connie. Tasha and Eugene like actually having an intellectual conversation or something, you know? Yeah. Which you, you know what? I feel like Eugene would be the one to like give Tasha scientific evidence of God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also want talking about like that sub series, Jason and Connie talking about which I, I know they addressed being, like, in I think it was Nightmares by Consonants, their failed engagements. But mm. talking about being in relationships with non-Christians. Uh, yeah. That'd be good. They have so much in common, it kind of drives me crazy. I know! Just, like, how insistent the writers are that they wouldn't be a good match. I'm like, okay, but, like, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only problem, done. like, screw it. Connie's old uh, enough at this point; it doesn't matter. Connie's like her twenties. Old enough that it really doesn't. Matter. And even still, it's less than a fifteen-year age gap. Like it's ten, probably twelve. Like it's not that bad. Yeah, if you Maybe. cut Jason's age in half and add seven years, you're probably good. Like, yeah. If he's say he's even forty, okay, that's twenty-seven. You could make a case for Connie being twenty-seven, according to the podcast, the official podcast. She's over twenty-eight at this point, which yeah. they she's really like screwed. Now. They screwed that up because I think somebody did <laughs> yeah. the math and they were like, "No, she would only be like twenty-seven right now if you used the formula you gave us." And the podcast yeah. was like five years ago. Oh, well, we talked about this last week too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they failed very ethically. <laughs> they did. They're like, like you, you point Connie, eight. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they're like, she's 28 now, and, you know, for every 2.8 years, you get one Odyssey year. Except for the fact that we know she was 15 when she came to Odyssey. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh. That's all. Um, but yeah, if you aged everyone in Odyssey the same, like, they're pretty close in age. I mean, not mm-hmm. super, but well, decent. And if you also figure that some well, that one post that said Jason was probably 23 when Jenny died, which is what they calculated <sighs> Connie's age to be when June died, um, but that would make him probably 29 to 30 when he came to Odyssey in album 22. Oh. Yeah, he was super At that young. point, that's 12 to 13 years between Connie She's like, what? Even at 25, that's not... I mean, it's a big age gap, but it's not a super huge one. It's not unheard of. Yeah, not at all. And My aunt and uncle are 11 years old. <laughs> it's also I almost brought... an age gap as Penny and Wooten, so... Yeah, uh, actually, Con- or Penny and Wooten might have a bigger age gap. Like, yeah. They're just decently sized. Because Wooten was already at least 30 when he came to Odyssey. Yeah, well, if you think Talia, his niece, is mm-hmm. what, probably 13 or 14 when she comes to visit him in one of those albums. Yeah. And that was way before he met Penny. Yeah. And so, he, say Wellington had Talia at 20 years old, which is super young. At minimum, Wooten is 33 or 34. Yeah. yeah he's he's probably 36 or 37 at this point. 
Yeah. Huh? And Penny, like, just graduated college, so. Yeah, well, it's also hard to decide, because it's, like, community college, but it also sounds like a fairly big community college that apparently offers bachelor's degrees, maybe? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they have to have graduate studies, because why else would Eugene have been there for so long? Well, they say he's a graduate student, like, so refer to him as one. Yeah. Do we know how old he was when he came to Odyssey, Eugene? 18 or 19, I think. Oh, do we know? I was like 18 or 19. He said he was in school for seven years, um, and we know he went when he was 13, so he was like around 20. Oh, there we go. Math skills. I just wanted to figure out the difference between him and Connie because, like, I realized last week after we talked about it that Champ of the Camp does, or not last week, two weeks ago. Oh, weeks ago. Champ of the Camp doesn't really make sense because he's like four years older than her. Yeah. <laughs> How old was Connie in that episode? Did they say? They don't say. She, she would have had to be younger if it was. She would have been like Odyssey. Twelve or thirteen would be my like- guess. Yeah, I would say around 13 is what I was thinking. So, Eugene's like 16 or 17. That really just... He's definitely 16 or 17 in the episode. Sounded like he was 12. Yeah. He He sounded younger than Connie. Yeah. So, basically, they just said, we don't care how old they were. Her ages. (laughs) Exactly. They pull something like that, and then they tell us Jason is too old for Connie. Like, yeah. My then we really should bring them the whole Penny Wooten thing and I'm just be like, he needs to camp out on their doorsteps and be like, look, we need to sit down and have a chat. <laughs> I honestly think Paul McCusker secretly ships it and that's why he keeps it in little things that's and it's just true. everyone else. I agree with that. I'm like, bring if anyone do it, Paul would do it. He would. Uh, he's the only one who ever gets stuff no. done. There's there's a Club Season 8 episode that has Jason and Connie in it, and I was like, yes, I'm excited. And then I saw that Phil wrote it, and I was like, oh, I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> Did he write Millstones? I have such yeah. faith in him. He wrote Millstones. All of my faith in him is completely gone. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorites. I'm like, okay, if Phil wrote it, it can't be that bad. Then Millstones came out. I'm like, just kidding. Everything he writes can be that bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't keep up with um, a lot of, like, who wrote what. I just typically turn the episode off before we get to that point but i do know that paul mccusker is like the bomb yes yeah you can tell when paul's right can mm-hmm. his good. is so good i just can't even he really understands the characters yeah he does, he does at well. their core yeah and he like actually pushes the character arcs forward uh-huh. still find it funny it's like, like Novacom, he pushed pretty much every character in that saga. Like, they had development in that saga. Honestly, Eugene wasn't even in that. the saga and had um, character development. Yeah. Like, Eugene developed, Connie developed a lot, obviously. Like, even with, like, we got to see him at a point where he was like, I don't know what to do anymore. And, like, we never get to see that. And that's something that's that developed. That's Tom what developed. So good. I'm definitely. Yeah. Alex and Cal developed. I mean, every, oh, like, really? Yeah, that's uh, everyone. He's well, just a good writer. Did Cal develop? We never heard from him again. <laughs> really? <laughs> Cal's still in the hospital. He's in the clock. He's no, he's in the, the Ottoman at J and J Antique. Richard's <laughs> in the clock, so he's hiding in the Ottoman. 
yes. Uh, but yeah, I miss Paul. I wonder. No, I bet Cal is now. He got chosen for like a super secret agency, like apprenticeship. So now I bet he's just you know working out of J and J and Teague. We know there's there's it's a front for some sort of safe house for secret agents. You know. <laughs> Okay, but actually, it being a front for that would make a lot of sense because there's one episode, I think it's a club episode, where Wit talks about how Jason's working so much and he like mm-hmm. has the new warehouse for the antique shop. And I'm like, oh no, that's um, why? that's Fathers and Sons. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm like, why would you need a warehouse? Yeah. <laughs> You're saying. Oh. Yeah, Jason. And then somebody pointed out, I saw on Tumblr, someone was talking about the last chance detectives and how he was in the, he was on a mission after he said he had quit or something like that. that okay. place. I don't remember. I heard that, but last chance detectives, at least on the club, has it as 1955, which that's was the, the same year. That's the video. Oh, that's the video. Yeah. I'm the one who looked it up because I was listening to it and I was like, I thought it was before because he's in Arizona and I'm pretty sure Jason mm-hmm. was driving from there in Name Not a Number, so I thought it was before that. But oh. when I looked, they were like in canon, this takes place after album 42 and there's a nod to oh. it in No Way In at the end because they're like, yeah. it's like, oh, Jason went on a business trip, but he was actually like, that's one last oh. chance. Oh. I was like, I little weasel like he was (laughs) the agency at that point i'm so like excuse me (laughs) and and jason was obviously trying to get to to a place for something with the agency like it was obviously that he had a meeting he had to get to for the case because i've listened to like the first eight minutes that's all but he he was heading to a military base yeah yeah like he says he was on a case so i'm yeah he says he's on a case and you're like you haven't been reinstated yet. That doesn't happen until album 48. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, Borland's fault. Uh, Borland. Oh, yeah. Borland. He, he yeah. recruited Jason. He was like, wait. See, Jason Whitaker? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, man. No, I think he was back at the agency before Novacom, even. That's what I was going to say, because he just waltzes in with the FBI and starts doing everything. They know him yeah. by now. They say, oh, Jason, you here to help? Like, they knew what was going on. Yeah. Jason uh. probably recruited Mitch. It wasn't Borland. <laughs> Jason put Mitch on Borland's radar <gasps> to get Mitch out of the picture. So that Jason could marry Connie. And then he got sucked back in, too. Um. <laughs> oh. Wow. I'm so proud of myself for that theory right there. Yeah. I love that theory. Okay. This is me on my little freaking Brandon rant. rant. But seriously, honestly, <laughs> everything was like, you know, it would have been fine if Brandon wasn't in the picture because Brandon was really what caused Eugene to be jealous. I am like, screw Brandon. To our listeners, go on my Tumblr page and you can find my rant. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him. The Brandon. Brandon. I don't spell his name with an R anymore. It's like Millstones. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way Eugene says Brandon, like, every single time. You can see him, like, going bug-eyed as he says it. His eyes like, you were going to date someone. Did it have to be the perfect Christian? Yeah. Everything I'm not. I'm just like, did him and Katrina ever really date? Like, 
Yeah, Brandon proposed to her, but like they were was like, an impulse safe. propose out of spite. <laughs> it was. It really. I'm so sorry. Was. I will go on. Again, check my Tumblr, everybody. I got a whole thing up there. <laughs> I also like Jack's "Be prepared for anything." That was his biggest line about relationships, and I was like, "Hey." You want to mm-hmm. take your own advice on that, to Adventures in Odyssey writers? Because uh, I'm prepared. I feel for <laughs> like maybe we should take um, a Hamilton type approach to writing essays for Jason and Connie's relationship, <laughs> like he did for the U.S. Constitution. Honestly, I want essays. Let's go. I was thinking about doing that at one point because when we first got out of school, I was like, "Bro, I miss writing essays," which is stupid, but I like English. <laughs> So don't come at me. But then I was like, what if I wrote an essay about this? And then I outlined it. So I do have an outline. Hey. I should write it. Honestly, yeah. It's a long And outline. you can use their own comments and oh, stuff sure. to like, yeah. And definitely need to put the Wooten and Penny thing in so there so you can defeat the whole age oh yeah Um, my outline is very much like here are all of the reasons that you have said it wouldn't work and here is why that's wrong (laughs) i would ask townsend out of all like the the female characters you've had like play you know the opposite kind of sort of love interest in it what like who would you choose like monica um, Stone, Amy, Tasha, Jillian, Connie, whatever. I want to know who he thinks. If we're not going to get Connie, then I still want Monica. I don't yeah. know Tasha, but... I would yeah. Amy. I, want I would love Amy. Monica. I would, honestly, if they were going to bring back a surprise love interest for Jason, I would be down for Amy. I forget about her. Plan. I feel well, she's one episode, and like ready-made family right there uh-huh i feel like that was kind of a random little episode though like i don't think they would actually build off of it oh that one i forgot about her okay yeah i like jason and monica and connie and richard those are my <laughs> off the wall <laughs> off the wall yeah no i would love to see monica again for sure yeah. Like, he good. even says he'll bring her flowers on Valentine's Day, and yeah. then we never see her. It's not really hard. Oh. Are you going to bring me flowers, Jason? I might on Valentine's oh. Day. Yeah. Like you're going to go see her on Valentine's Day, huh? Uh huh. It also just makes me laugh a lot, though, because she's a convicted criminal. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jason, girl. Where is my husband? Goodbye.